hey guys, there's this new crazy viral TikTok trend where if you light yourself on fire, you go super viral. So we're gonna go light Jimmy on fire. Shut up, Jimmy. Shut is up, it, Jimmy. Is Jim this gasoline? What does that smell? Jimmy, just chill, chill, dude. Nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. Just relax. Why can't you just let me sleep? We're trying to go viral, Jimmy. We're trying to go what? viral. No, no, chill, get chill, away chill, from Jimmy. Me. Relax, relax. No, we're gonna go viral, Jimmy. What are you doing? Do a TikTok trend. If I light you on fire, we're gonna get a billion I, views. I'm so confused. Is this really gasoline? Yes. Just chill, dude. Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. My grind so refined, I got no time for no games. Ask yourself why would I make time for you lames? At all costs, cause I'm a boss. I'll break them off, yeah, gotta break them off. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Prime Time with Alex Stein. I'm your host, Alejandro Stein, and we have an incredible show for you this evening. We have on the one, the only Greg from Fish Tank. But before we get Greg on the show, we have to welcome on an esteemed colleague of mine, a friend that I've known for now a long time, almost 20 years, the one, the only Detective Gomez from the show Cheaters. Thank you. Thank you very much, Alex. Thanks for, thanks for having me here. I appreciate that. Welcome to the show. Lovely applause. Well, the reason why we have you on, it's very pertinent. Recently, I went viral because I went to the Dallas City Council meeting where the mayor conducts the meeting. And I went and I just spoke at my normal time like any public speaker would do. But what I talked about was Mayor Johnson's divorce and how he's currently going through his divorce and his wife is accusing him of infidelity. As a matter of fact, she said that she's caught him nearly a dozen times and multiple times on their Ring doorbell camera. Now, why is this important? Well, I think it's important that if you have a mayor that's openly cheating on his wife and is coming out in the public divorce, that maybe he would cheat the city if he would cheat on his wife. So I went and I voiced my concern and I thought that it did okay, but I wanted to bring on a real expert, a guy that has been in the trenches and has caught people cheating to give his side on what he thinks really happened with the mayor. So when we talk about this video, what did you think when you first saw it, Danny? Well, I follow you, first of all. Yes, I appreciate that. And I saw you sitting in the city council meeting, and I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Yeah. That the mayor had been cheating on his wife. Yeah. Now, with constantly you hear about people cheating with coworkers. Yes. So that was one thing, the coworkers. And this was his staff, supposedly, his, his chief, chief staffer. Chief of staff, number two, younger. Okay, yeah. I hear about that also as a private investigator. I see it all the time. And then I'll go, okay. And then he gets caught on the ring camera. Yeah. Now, most of the cases I do, but 90% of them don't get caught on ring cameras. Really? Why is that? They just go somewhere else? They go someplace else. Yeah. They get more secretive. Yeah. They don't think about bringing someone back home to where their kids sleep at, where their wife sleeps at. Yeah, yeah. That really disappointed me. So I'm really glad you did what you did. Wow. Thank you. And Detective Gomez, let's actually tell the audience, there's probably people out there right now that are being victims of infidelity or that, you know, maybe speculate that their loved one is cheating on them. How can they hire you and use your service to maybe find the truth of their relationship? Contact me at DetectiveGomez.com and I will help you. And you help people all over the country. Is that true? All over the country. Okay, guys, so if you suspect your loved one of cheating on you, Detective Gomez can help you. And I've actually sent people, I've sent clients your way, and they found, yeah. out, they found out bad news. Hey, Alex, let me tell you something else. You, you don't want to get into the news they found, but I'm just saying, yeah. I've sent people to De Detective Gomez, and he did some investigations, and the people that I sent him to, they call me crying because he found out the truth, and it was very, very stressful. That's right. You know, as, as, a, as a mayor, they have a civic duty for the... For the citizens of Dallas. Yes. But it appears our mayor substituted his civic duty for some booty. Civic booty! He gave up his civic duty for some civic booty. I love it, Danny. And, and, and it just hurts me to see that. You know, I know it's, a lot, it's hard to be a mayor anyway and be a leader of a city. But you know, now you think about it, if you send a letter to the mayor, is he really reading it or has he got his... Chief of staff in the office at the same time taking care of business. Yeah, he's reading something. Monkey business. Monkey business is what they're doing down there. Okay, so speaking of politicians that engage in monkey business, mm -hmm. our current president, Joe Biden, or, you know, they say weekend at Bernie's, kind of, you know, right. uh, you know, they say he's kind of a puppet. In this clip, let's see, let's see how he reacts. Well, I hope by the, the beginning of the weekend. I mean, the end of the weekend. 
At least my, my, my national security advisor tells me that we're close. We're close. It's not done yet. And my hope is by next Monday, we'll have a ceasefire. Okay, thank you. Well, why that clip is so ridiculous, he's there eating ice cream when they're talking to him about the geopolitical conflict, you know, in Israel versus Palestine, you know, Hamas is, you know, obviously doing terror attacks, you know, Israel's fighting back, you mm -hmm. know, killing a lot of Palestinians, and he's just sitting there eating ice cream. And, you know, basically saying, oh, we'll figure it out Monday. It's like, that's what I say when I'm on my diet. Like, everything starts Monday. What do you think about that, Danny? I just think that he needs to be in the office taking care of business. You not know, eating not, ice cream? Out eating ice cream and those type things. You need to, right now, there's a lot of things going on. You got the border. You got the thing going on over in the Middle East. Yeah. You got to take care of business. This is election year. It is, but Danny, as you say this, because I, listen, I'm pro-Hispanic. I love Mexican culture. I've grown up in Texas my whole entire life. It's impossible to live in Texas without right. being a part of Mexican culture. But That's true. when you see this border crisis and all of these Venezuelans, all of these people coming here, it has to be kind of scary when you, because you know about the cartel and the sex trafficking and drug trafficking. But, but Alex, it's just like having a fence in your yard. Why do you have a fence in your yard for? So what? the dogs don't get out? Well, and, and so they don't cross over, right? Yeah. And shit in your yard. Yeah, exactly right. right. So, I mean. Not that I'm just saying that you, you have fences there for a reason. That's your property. Texas is our property. That's that's our border. You've got to protect it. Detective Gomez, you got all the good answers tonight. We're loving it. All right, I think is the chat liking it? Oh, and also for the, all the people that are watching this right now, hit the like button. That helps us in the algorithm. Click that little like button. Do not be scared. I love all you chat rats. Okay, I love what you're saying about Joe Biden. Now let's check out this clip of Joe Biden embracing the dark Brandon meme while he was appearing on Seth Meyers. Do you enjoy playing around with the dark brand um, uh, meme? No, I resent the hell out of it. Okay. <laughs> like his glasses. Wait, look at you. Now show Gomez. Wait, what the hell? You're doing the dark branded meme. That's right. <laughs> but the only thing is, let me see your glasses real quick. This is, did you notice that if you watch that video again, though? And he, he it was obviously a setup. They told right. him they're going to ask him. But he even kind of struggled. I don't know if you could play it without the audio, but he kind of struggled. He didn't just like flick him on like, oh, blah, 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 blah. He was kind of like, he kind of had a hiccup. So I'm kind of like, yeah, let's play in slow-mo. Let's see if he goes slow. See, he, he gets a cue and then he kind of messes up. Yeah, see how he kind of messed up? He kind of pump faked. Yeah, because he doesn't even know how to put on sunglasses. So poor guy. He shouldn't be running for president, Danny. 81 years old he's going to be when he's uh, uh, by the time the election comes around? You know, in your 80s, that's a tough year for any, anybody. And making decisions that affect all Americans, it's, it's a tough, tough year. Tough, tough year. 80s, 80s are tough. Really tough. That, that's those years where anything can happen. Anything can happen. Okay, now the last thing. Danny, you've dealt with catching as a detective. You've caught a lot of people. They cheat on their wives. They use drugs, alcohol, all mm -hmm. kinds of drugs. You've seen people in strip clubs, this and that. So I want you to watch this clip of Vladimir Zelensky, the president of the Ukraine. And I want you to just, you know, do the detective, you know, eyeball test and see if you think that he could be under the influence of a narcotic. Mr. President, I just returned from several areas along the front line in the south and in the yeah. east. And soldiers there told me they have to ration their ammunition. They don't have enough weapons to advance. They can only defend themselves. In some cases, they're losing territory. What happens to your country if this American aid doesn't arrive? We will lose a lot of people. We will lose territory. I don't know. The way he's rubbing his face, he's kind of skittish. He looks like he might be on some sort of prescription pills. If I well, was he's got a really bad itch on his nose. What does that mean, Danny, when they itch their Possibly nose? Possibly some type of uh, narcotic. Yes, that has. When they're doing the nose rubbing, like you're rubbing the nose mm -hmm. all the time. I mean, look, he's doing the nose swipe. Maybe he's got some bad allergies. You know, I, I, I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a Well, a lot of people say, oh, Danny, why are you a detective? Well, you used to be a member of the Dallas Police Department. He's an ex-police uh, officer. And so then he went into TV and detectivism, but whatever, being a detective, I don't know the proper term. My point is that you were a cop. You've seen these signs. Oh, yeah, these yeah. It, 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 it looks like um, either the interview was very early in the morning and he wasn't prepared for it, or he was... Some kind of allergy or some kind of Ooh, something going on. Something going on. We'll let you guys be the judge. All right. Now we got to get to some business. My best friend here at the network, Sarah Gonzalez, 
fellow Hispanic, All Danny right. Gomez. She's got a great show. Sarah Gonzalez is now hosting Sarah Gonzalez Unfiltered, everyone's favorite spicy Latina, coming to you five nights a week with no-holds-barred take on news, politics, and culture. She's also joined by regular guests, me sometimes, and other newsmakers to help make sense of all the madness. You can watch it all on Blaze TV on the Sarah Gonzalez Unfiltered YouTube channel as well, or listen wherever you get your podcasts. The show looks great. It's vintage Sarah. I also never know where she's going to take a story or what she's going to say. So tune in. Check it out. It's the Sarah Gonzalez Unfiltered Show. I don't know if you say show, but guys, make sure to check it out. And also, another thing is, go. This is the primetime Alex Stein coffee. Primetime grind. Come here real quick. Tiny. Tell them why everybody should buy this coffee real quick. This is for Tim Pool. This is for everyone. Strong black coffee for strong black men like myself and Black Jack. Also, it can help you fuel and energize you throughout the day. So got to come get some of this good old black coffee because it'll make you black as hell. So if just I like me, if I drink it, will it make me black? Oh, man, we're super black, man. I'm telling you, dude, Black Jack. Blackjack coffee, so drink it, guys. Cashbrew.com. Make sure to use the promo code PRIMETIME or they don't even know that I sent you. So go right now. Go to Cashbrew right now and buy some damn coffee or Tiny's coming to your house. There you go. Thanks, brother. Thank you, Tiny. All right. So we got a lot of that out of the way, Danny. We're gonna we're about to welcome on. Should we should we play the Dallas Council clip or should we bring on Greg? Uh, let's do the Dallas Council clip. We got Greg in about five minutes. Okay, we don't have to watch the whole Council clip, but I do want to watch it with you, Danny, and get your instant reaction. Let's roll that tape, George. Alexander Stein. Yo, Council, it's me, uh, Alex Stein. Hey, Mayor Johnson. I know a lot of people right now are criticizing you because you're going through a terrible divorce, and your wife, Nikita, is accusing you of sleeping with your staffer, Mary Albana. And Mary Albano is your chief of staff, and then you went and paid her $100,000 after you, uh, after she was your chief of staff. But what's funny about this is, like, I don't think it's bad. I think it's good, because all the top politicians have cheated. Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky. So you, uh, hooking up with your chief of staff, according to your wife, not me, in your public divorce, this is good for your political career. I know you switched from liberal to Republican, and now you've gotten all the support, but you don't have to grab them by the P, you know what I mean? You don't have to go full Republican. What you need to do is you gotta respect your wife, because I don't think Mary Albana will be a good stepmama, and uh, you're giving her hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's ridiculous, because you know, I do think that cheating is bad, personally. But I think for politics, it's probably good, Mayor Johnson, that you did this. And listen, I'm Team Nikita. You know I'm Team Nikita all day long. And you know Nikita is not lying because she had that ring doorbell camera where she supposedly caught you with your chief of staff. And then you had this relationship, according to you, you said that you'd done it a dozen times in your court proceedings. So this is all on record. You had Tim Rogers from the D, uh, D whatever, that stupid magazine he's from, come and testify because he supposedly had inside information of your divorce. So this is really messy. It's just funny. You're typical of a politician. And now I understand probably why your hair is balding so bad because you're probably really stressed. You're dealing with all of these, your, your staffer. You're taking your staffer to your house. You're sleeping with her. Not, not according to me, according to Nikita Johnson, your wife, your wife, the mother of your children that you do not respect enough. The, you, the same house where you put your little kids to sleep at night, you're taking your staffer there and you're sleeping with her according to Nikita. This is not according to me. This is all in the court documents. So you're going through a messy divorce. And I just want to say that a person that would cheat on his wife that he has kids with is probably a scumbag, probably not a good guy. And if he would cheat his wife, he'd probably cheat the city. And then on top of that, after he gets caught cheating on the girl, then he goes and gives her $100,000 because uh, Mary Albana runs a group called Adept Political uh, Consulting. And so then you gave her $100,000. Maybe you gave her, and I'm just speculating this, I don't know, maybe you gave her the money so she wouldn't tell on you the fact that you guys are having an affair. I don't know this. I'm just speculating this. I'm just a concerned citizen worried about the mayor. But you know, I'm primetime 99, so I always end with a song. Nikita Johnson, Nikita, I know you miss Eric's Chiquita, but there's other bananas. I can be your manna. I will be the dad to your little babies. I'll be stepdad. So Nikita, call me. I'm going to treat you right. I'm not going to cheat on you, Nikita. I'm not going to sleep with my chief of staff. I'm a pimp on a blimp, Nikita, but I'm not a scumbag. So I'm doing this for you, Nikita Johnson. We stand Nikita Johnson. Time. No cheating allowed. You're a scumbag.
What's your instant reaction? Well, if you notice, when you first start talking, he acknowledges you. He starts shaking his head, yes. And then when you start mentioning the facts of his case, based on what his wife said, he puts his head down like he's defeated. Mm-hmm. Then he starts to pull his back head up again when you start taking more shots at him. So he's defeated. He's, he's, there's nothing for him to say, you know, except silence. You know, yeah. I mean, it's nothing because anything he says is just going to, you know, his wife could probably even use that against him in court. I know. That, the divorce isn't final. As a matter of fact, that's what I said. That I talked about Tim Rogers. Uh, they, because Tim Rogers, he's the chief editor of D Magazine, this terrible magazine. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had tweeted out that Mayor Johnson was wearing a leather jacket. And he said, oh, he has major he has major divorced dad vibes or something. Right. And because of that, he got called into the courtroom because Mayor Johnson, or excuse me, she, Nikita, the wife, thought Mayor Johnson was giving inside information about his divorce. Wow. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a messy divorce. Anytime you get divorced, it comes out in public. Can't hide it. Uh, I'm just really disappointed in him being a leader. Being a leader. Yeah. Everybody here in leader. Dallas. Yeah, but all the leaders cheat. Bill Clinton. I mean, even Donald's gotten a little trouble. I mean, everybody's yeah, gotten some yeah. trouble. I mean, it's not that crazy yeah, for politicians. But who gets busted on a, on a ring doorbell? I know, man. Not a good cheater. I know, and his chief of staff. No, I, I got nothing against cheaters. You know, cheat? I don't care. As long as you're not paying me to catch you. Okay? Yeah. But then I'll catch you. But if you're going to cheat, do it right. But don't get busted on a ring camera. I know. That's, that's like, nobody cool gets busted on a ring camera. I know. I know. You're right. Okay, well, hold that thought. Now we welcome on one of the most famous men in the world. That's right. This is the one, the only Mr. Beast. Have you ever heard of Mr. Beast? No, I haven't. Mr. Beast, <laughs> welcome to the show. Hello, hello. I heard we were all wearing glasses, so I brought my own. <laughs> wow. Go. Okay, obviously this is not Mr. Beast. This is Skitsy underscore VA, my very good friend from the show, Fish Tank, Greg what the heck oh, is yeah. up, dude? How have you been doing since uh, we left the tank? I've been doing all right. I've increased my streaming schedule, and you know, I've just been enjoying my new Twitter, uh, my Twitter popularity. I'm just kind of chilling out, you know, making good of it. Okay, so uh, uh, real quick, Greg, have you ever watched a TV show, Cheaters? Did you ever see that show? I've never watched that. No, no, I grew up a poor. What? It was a free thing. This is Detective <laughs> Gomez from it. I, but this guy. Well, I grew up on PBS. That shit was fire. PBS was fire. Okay. So tell me this though, Greg, I, I see you're, you are streaming more. Have you gotten a lot of, uh, I know your, your Twitter popularity has gone up, but have you noticed it on other, your other platforms? Because you already had hundreds of thousands mm-hmm. of, you had over 100K on YouTube. You had over, uh, you know, what is it? Your Discord has 2K. You have, yeah. don't you on TikTok, don't you have like a million or something? Yeah, yeah, like wow. 1.3 million. Yeah, so you're already a very popular guy. Can you notice a big difference since leaving the tank? Though? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I've been seeing a big difference. Obviously, I feel like a lot of my uh, my big popularity, the big numbers and stuff, were just like people uh, joining for the meme and just kind of abandoning me. But you know, uh, with these new people, they've been uh, really watching this stuff, so I'm very happy for that. But yeah, I've definitely seen like an uptick of a uh, a thousand views on YouTube, uh, uh, around a hundred viewers on Twitch. You know, just generally uh, everywhere. Okay, well, we like that. We love the boost. We need a boost. We all need a boost on the internet. It's hard making mm-hmm. our way. So, Greg, you had a tumultuous time. You started off in the house, kind of, you know, your shirt, your famous shirt got ruined. You had a, a kind of a low point because of that. And then you started kind of mixing and mingling, and then you won the fight. You protected the girl that they were all bullying. Then you won your fight against Ben. And then it ended up you becoming like a star of the show. So before we get into the clips, Tell us a little bit about your experience in the house from start to finish. Uh, basically, you know, Sam Hyde hit me up with that email. He said, yeah, you want to do your little Mr. Beast thing for $1,000 for one day? And it's like, I'm not a big fan of the Mr. Beast at this point. I feel like it's just really holding me back. But who wouldn't, like, even if you didn't like your uh, your character or whatever, $1,000 for one day, that could do a lot of good. So, yeah, obviously I jumped in on there and they just <laughs> they wouldn't let me. Like, I, I thought that they would be like, okay, come on back, you know. Uh, you're done here. But now they just kept me in the house and it just kept going on and on until it got really frustrating and annoying and stuff. And you're just, I just find, tried to find ways to get out of there, but they just kept gaslighting me and dragging me back in. <laughs> yeah, I know that was the best part of the show. So, uh, Danny, we're, we're on a show 24-7 live view cameras in every room. Even when you went number two, there was a camera in the toilet room. As a matter of fact, Greg broke the toilet the first day. He got mad at me. The toilet was already broken, but Greg used it. And I kept on saying Greg broke the toilet. Greg hated me at first because I kept on making that. I tried to create a meme. Bro, I had Indian food on a stream the other day. Be glad I wasn't there when that happened. Well, we got a clip. We got a clip. Hey, that's the last clip we have. Play the Indian food clip real quick. Look at this. This is Greg tasting Indian food. 
food for the first time. <laughs> that was chicken tikka masala. <laughs> Dude, chicken tikka oh, masala. Oh, God. <laughs> it's delicious. Oh, it, it is good, but at that <laughs> point, I was having crazy flavor fatigue. Like, I was so over it. <laughs> That's so funny, because honestly, like, chicken tikka masala is, like, of Indian food. I think it's, like, the best one. I mean, Well, that's I, what I was saying. It's like, I didn't, it's not that I didn't like the food. It's just that I was eating uh, the food for so long and in such quantities. You know how, you know you how many spices yeah. and the shit they yeah. put into Indian food. Like, it's probably, like, one of the most uh, spiced seasoning foods uh, on the market, I, I, Mexican food is spice, but I don't even get to act like that to that. No, but Greg, this guy loves food. The whole time on the show, all he <laughs> did was talk about how he was going to go to a Texas Roadhouse, and, and you know I did. I know you got the two pork chops. I go, dude, Texas Roadhouse is like forty bucks. He's like, no, it's not thirteen ninety nine to get the two pork chop dinner. It's a huge dinner. Isn't that what you get the two pork chop dinner? Yeah, yeah. What a beast. Okay, now you're wondering why do they call him Fake Mister Beast? Let's play the clip of Greg with the actual Mr. Beast. <laughs> there you go. Mr. Beast! <laughs> Welcome to your final test. I'm Mr. Beast. Make it scrap the yes, because I've never missed a beat. You had to cut from honey. Oh, that's Mr. Beast! Oh, hey. I bet you're wondering yeah, yeah. how I got here. Well, it's a long story, but we've got to take it all the way back video. to the beginning. It all started two years ago. I was working in the rap battle community with Feshi Canal, Little Flex, and a whole bunch of other creators. Uh, we were we were just about to put out Squid Game versus Mr. Beast. So we went through all the steps, and out came a video that we were all very happy with. Back then, it was just a role I took. I was super excited about it. I was trying to play Mr. Beast for the longest time. But then about a year later, the views skyrocketed. I was being added and added and added, and everybody was trying to talk was like to me the all the time. According to Know Your Meme, this is the first edit that was posted. Just like all most of them, it was Undertale or Deltarune inspired. <laughs> And that just really inspired everybody to make their own stuff. Lessons in Meme Culture then uploaded their own video, which got 1.2 million views on December 21st. Bam! Planted my flag on Twitter? Viral. Bam! Planted my flag on TikTok? Viral! People just couldn't get enough of this Mr. Beast lookalike. Even the Mr. Beast Gaming Channel had to recognize it, which only led to more speculation on what Jimmy was gonna do next. The Mr. Beast team contacted Cam Steady, the rapper of the video, and asked him, Are you Mr. Beast? And he's like, I don't, I'm not Mr. Shout Beast, I'm Cam just Steady. the voice of Mr. Beast. But his team contacted me, and just that night they put me on a plane out to North Carolina. Hotels, planes, food, they had it all for me. And I was just there to film a TikTok. Jimmy is a very busy man, so I had maybe about 10 minutes with him. He was a very nice guy. So that's my story. Thank you all for watching, and I hope you stick with me along with my journey. Wow, Greg, with the biggest YouTuber, <laughs> your best friends with them hanging out. Tell me about the free food. What, what did they give you much of free food? Uh, basically, I was just uh, around the times of dinner, lunch, and breakfast or whatever. Be like, they'd be like, what do you want? Uh, I'll tell them what I want, and they just go out and get it for me. They give and, you know, real... they had me in just, uh, I, think, I think they had me at a Holiday Inn or whatever. Well, that's not too fancy. I mean, it's not bad. Though. Well, yeah. Eat the free breakfast? <laughs> it's not fancy, but, you know, it is what it is. Did you eat the free breakfast at the Holiday Inn? Oh yeah, the continental uh, breakfast. What did you get? That's why I'm. That's why I'm saying if the hotel don't have free breakfast or Wi-Fi, fuck that hotel. That's true. That yeah. I mean, I, well, the free <laughs> Wi-Fi. That that. I mean, I feel like they all have that now, right? Do a lot of hotels. You think so? I've been to a lot of hotels, and some of them don't. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, what do you think about most that, Gomez? Most of them have Yeah, you know, depending on which ones you stay. You stay I know, the, but I feel like the free breakfast, not all of them have that. I, I love, they do like, have the oh, free yeah. breakfast. It's very mm -hmm. limited breakfast. You know what I've done before? And I hate to admit this. I think I've admitted this on the show before. I think I have. Uh, and I used to do this in L.A. when I lived in Los mm -hmm. Angeles, and I was really was poor, for lack of a better word. I used to have a key to the Hampton Inn. There's like a Hampton Ooh. Inn, like two miles away. <laughs> and we would just go to the breakfast. And if they ever asked us, we'd just show a room key. And they never said anything. I went and ate at the Hampton Inn. Hey, there you go. This is I ate the free Hampton Inn Continental breakfast 20 times. And it's I a good in. breakfast. It is, the Hampton Inn I mean, is pretty good. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. They got the waffle maker. They got I was actually, on the, on the topic of L.A., I was actually lived in L.A. for seven months uh, with my dad in a car. Uh, I think it was Del Marva. Yeah, you told me about this. Dude, Greg lived in a car with his dad, and he said that this is one of some of the most fun he ever had. This guy's crazy, Greg. Tell us about <laughs> it. You always talk fondly well, what, about what, what LA. What kind of car was it? I know. What kind of car was it? Uh, I don't know. I'm not a big car guy. Was it like a sedan or a van? What was it? Uh, it was like uh, one of those longer cars, you know, the kinds you see with like the wooden boards on the side. Station wagon. Station wagon. Yeah. 
And so, would you? How would you sleep in it? Would one person sleep in the front seat and you'd sleep in the passenger? No, nah, no, nah, we we both slept in the front seat. Our stuff was like filled to the brim with boxes <laughs> and such. <laughs> wow, and Greg, you see, most people would say that was a really challenging time, but you always talk very positive about your experience. Yeah, in yeah, it's because it's like it was hard, but like it wasn't like that hard. Like most time, we just spend our time at the library, the McDonald's, look around. We went to the ninety nine cent store a lot. That shit was awesome. The ninety nine cent store. I know everybody yeah. shops there in L A. That's that store. Like people live and die by the ninety nine. I cent love store. it. <laughs> no, okay, Greg. Though, tell me this: with all the stuff, with all the viral fame, this and that. Now your dad's moving in with you. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. He's moved in with me right now. Like I said, I don't really need him to do my thing, but it just makes it better so I have more money for content and such. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. You kind of have to feel like you're helping your dad out. You're kind of helped. I mean, you guys are taking care of each other, obviously. But that doesn't make yeah, yeah, you yeah. feel pr pretty good that you're on the grind now. You're on the rise. Yeah, yeah. My dad, is, uh, my dad is super uh, supportive of it. Yeah, he was the one that came up with the idea. He's like, uh, if we split the rent or whatever, you don't have to worry as much about uh, making the bills and you, you know, you can actually save money for once, uh, for the videos and such. And how was your editor? Did you get them paid? Cause I know you're, so, oh, yeah. you were so worried about that. So you took care of all your people. Oh yeah. No, they're getting, they're getting paid per video now, obviously like not big, big bucks, but what I can't afford, but the initial payout, I gave over like a, uh, uh, 200, uh, to one of my main ones. Okay, that's pretty good. So now let's play some clips from the tank. Brandon, you choose which clips we're going to watch. Is the first one Greg coming in? Yeah, let's do him entering the okay, tank. Okay, cool. Are you in the show? Give a big fish tank yeah, round I was on of applause show. for Mr. Beast. What? Hello, guys. How are y'all doing? Woo! Wait. Wait. Mr. Beast, make sure this is where the camera picks you up. Okay. So be just around here. And this is the camera right here. If you ever want to look at the camera, you can point up there. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for being here, man. Thank no problem. So I remember a long time ago when I was making videos and it went nowhere. It went absolutely nowhere. But then I got my first brand deal. I got ten thousand dollars. You wanted me to drag this like, shit on for so long. Good in this world. It's so, so funny so how you have this speech. Here, here's ten thousand dollars. It was improv. I know, but it's so funny that you're improving as him, like telling his life story. My videos didn't make any money. And then I got a, was that your story? Or was that Mr. B's story? Whose no, story? No, no, I, I just, I just remembered like little snippets from the Mr. B story I've heard over the time. Cause I do, I am subscribed to Mr. B's. I like his videos. Uh, so, you know, I have general knowledge of what uh, he grew up on and stuff. I hated that video where he helped all those blind people see again. Didn't you hate that? <laughs> That pissed me off. Know. Why would he help those people see? What a dickhead. Why won't he give me the money? I want the money. You do deserve He didn't give you anything, though. Tell him, Greg. He took you out. <laughs> he bought you Panda Express or whatever. But did he put any money in your bank account? Nah, nah. I, I, I do feel a little weird about that. I'm like, man, I wish I had that money. It'd be really, <laughs> it'd be really good for my content and stuff. But that's, I was just making a joke about, I wish I had that money. Blind children, they don't need money. But me, I do. <laughs> That's true. Blind people. I mean, come on. How about Greg? I mean, no, but he, how did, how did he fix all those people's eyesight? I never even watched that video. Oh, you know, he just got, he just paid for all the surgeries and such. And then like he, a hundred people were able to see is what that was. That yeah, like, yeah. Pretty good work. What do you think about that? Danny? Well, it's, it's not, they were like fully yeah, blind. A lot of this stuff was like uh, cataracts and, you know, near blindness. Well, so, you know, it was still able to be reversed. <laughs> Greg, I have a surprise guest. Come here, tiny real Ooh. quick. Somebody wants to talk to you. Um, I don't know. Maybe grab that chair, Tony. Grab right. the, the chair. You can just knock that stuff off it. So, Greg, a lot of people didn't like, a lot of people in the African-American community didn't like how you treated Dunye on the show. So we brought, <laughs> we brought a representative of the NAACP. This is Tiny, and he's going to tell you a little bit about what you did wrong on the show and how you can be tell me, a, Tiny. a better supporter of black culture and black men. Yeah, man, you got to look out for black people, man. You know what I'm saying? What you did last time was just crap, and I don't appreciate it, man. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't <laughs> cool at all, man. You know, you got to uplift the black community. That's they, what I didn't we're appreciate about, them putting me in that position. Encouraging each other, man. <laughs> Not putting down, putting us down, man. That ain't right at all, man. Did you hey. say the N-word on the show, Greg? No. You sure? Because that's no. what I thought I heard. Yeah, because we thought you said it, and he was going to confront you on it. And then, do you want to be more black? Do you want to be more black, Greg? <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong. Are you familiar with Tim Pool? No. Tell him what happens if he drinks his coffee. I'm telling you, man. You got to get this coffee in you. It's going to fill you, energize you, and everything. This is the best, strongest black coffee in the land. 
You want to get some, my man? I might. I might. <laughs> You'll go from white to dark. I will right? tell you, though. You'll be black just like me. You want to do I will tell you that caffeine has no effect black? on me. Caffeine like has no effect jet. on you. You need to drink no. some of this, all right? You need to drink some of this. This is double caffeinated. This will make you crap your pants, literally. People have been drinking this and then sharting. They try to fart. Bro, but the Indian food is crazy. That's what I'm saying, dude. Indian food and coffee, you'll literally have liquid shits, but it'll be worth it, dude. You'll have a clean colon. Yeah. You'll have a clean colon. He knows all about it. That's okay. the best thing to have these days. And please apologize. Before he goes, do we apologize for what you did to the black culture and black race? I apologize, Tiny. Will you ever forgive Thanks, me? Thanks, bro. I appreciate it. Yeah, apology accepted. Okay, thank you, Tiny. All right. I thought he was going to come after you a little bit harder, but I guess you, <laughs> you didn't say the N-word. I could have sworn he said the N-word, Danny. I think he said the N-word. Might have nah. said it in a different way. Have you ever, You've said the N-word before, though, Greg. I no, know. I haven't. But if we're, if we're gonna if we're going to get held up on it, basically I was doing, you know the Men in Black, you know that scene where Will Smith is beatboxing and stuff? Kind of. I mean, with the first one or the second well, Men in Black? The second one. I kind of remember. What are you about to reveal, though? And that's what I'm worried about. <laughs> Basically, Will Smith beatboxes, and I misremembered uh, one of the beatbox things, so it sounded very similar, but it was not. Oh, like you said, the inward. I didn't know this controversy. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you have an inward tape like Trump. <laughs> but it was a boom, now, boom, now, boom, and digger, boom, and digger. Oh, I uh -oh. see. That sounds uh -oh. kind of close. Uh -oh. That sounds yeah. close. It's he cool. Is but okay, that's actually, it. Greg, we had, do we have that clip of me freestyling? Well, I guess we don't have that, but remember I freestyled against TJ, not important. But let's actually watch another <laughs> clip. And before we before we go, Brandon, remind me that I have to rap over Greg's beatboxing. He's a professional beatboxer. I think you also I, owe, professional. I think you also owe Greg money. I paid him the money. Tell him no, I paid him pay money. Him? Greg. Yeah, yeah, you already got me. Tell him so everybody knows. <laughs> Alex Stein gave me a hundred bucks for calling Ben Earl. Good. Show him. <laughs> We needed a picture of Earl, though, or Ben. That, because Ben did have My Name is Earl vibe. It's hard. We're talking about it. You don't understand. You guys have to see it. Okay, before we wrap, though, let's play another clip from Inside the Tank. Is this a boxing match? Yeah, you want the boxing match the boxing or, or match. Frank? So, oh, actually, let's do, let's do the boxing match. When did he get emotional with Frank? Before the boxing match? No, I think that was after. Okay, yeah, so let's do the boxing match and then the Frank clip. Yeah, yeah. Let's run this. This is Greg, his first boxing match. Even though he does VR boxing. Look at that knockdown. Dude, knockdown right there. And Ben didn't want it after that. So that was just a quick knockdown. Play that one more time. Watch him knock down. And the guy who's fighting had a lot of fight experience. Let's play that close. Oh, yeah, for sure. Ready? Punching. Boom. He gave him that right hand and just right to his face. So that had to, that had to feel pretty good. And a lot of people don't, oh, yeah. don't know the lead up to this. What was happening is one of the women in the house paid $20,000 to be on the show, and she was an OnlyFans model, and they didn't like OnlyFans models, so they just totally bullied her. I don't know what else to say. But Greg did not stand for this. He didn't like that they were bullying, so he went and he rung the bell on, uh, literally on the creator of the show. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, Goldstriker, Jedediah Goldstriker, the guy that was running the show, and challenged him to a fight. Goldstriker didn't want to fight him, so he sent, you know, not that Goldstriker was afraid, but Goldstriker had already fought. It just, they wanted to be more fair of a fight. So he had him fight Ben, who fights all the time. Yeah. About, about the same height. You had a, you had about 50 pounds on him, but he had a little more experience. Yeah, yeah. You went in there and tell us, were you nervous about the fight? What were you thinking before going Oh, yeah, into no, that? I was, I was very nervous. Not, uh, not of Ben particularly, but about the fact that I would get into like a really hard fight. Cause, you know, obviously, it's like I, it was exhilarating. It was it was fun. It was cool to see that part of me and learn a lot more about myself. But at the end of the day, nobody wants to get punched in the face. No, and it hurt. But and then what uh, happened? You had the black eye. Yeah, yeah, no. But Ben gave me a definitely gave me like a black eye around this like the socket area. And how long did it last? It lasted like a good. Uh, I think I still had a little bit of it by the time I got out of the fish tank. So I think it lasted about two weeks. Wow, I had a black eye. And you were in a boxing match. I was, and I won my boxing match yeah, as well. I saw it, it. it was very hard. I was kind of Greg's coach a little bit. I helped him, even though, you oh, know. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. It was all Greg that did the fighting. I don't want to take any credit. That was all Greg. But yeah, I, yeah. But you, you reminded me uh, to block my face. I don't know how helpful that was considering the fact that I was getting punched in the face, but no, I it tried. helped. <laughs> that did help because when you block with your hands, that does honestly help because it lessens the well, blow. Yeah, I'm not saying it doesn't work. I'm just saying when you get punched around, you, you forget to put it in front of your face. Like, you get tired. No, <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm saying. When you start punching and you punch, it's hard to put your hand immediately back and cover your face. 
No, yeah, it, yeah. It feels very awkward, but that's what you have to do when you're in. But yeah, that was really helpful. I was. I wish I could have used it more. <laughs> well, you did good. All that VR boxing. Okay, now, Greg, you did not go into the tank and have. You had an emotional breakdown. Let's be real. You know they broke you down. Yeah. They they you know bullied you in the tank. They ruined your shirt, your famous shirt that you actually shot with, with uh, Mr. Beast. This is legendary merch. Actually, that's not true. What <laughs> that that was uh, that was a shirt specifically for cameo. Okay, well that's you know what I mean. But it was an important wait, shirt, wait. right? Is, hold, is... hold that for a second. Okay, let's see. Let's see what he's going to get this shirt. Look at it frame, oh, dude. Wow. You were, Greg, no, show it more. You were so worried about that shirt. And then who put it in that nice frame? <laughs> who did that for you? Did they did they do that? Did Sam do that for you? I guess he doesn't have his headphones in. Oh yeah. There he goes. Greg, who did that for you? That looks awesome. Who made that plaque with the shirt? Oh, I did. Oh, that looks good. I thought I thought maybe somebody <laughs> at Fish Tank did that. Okay, now let's let's show the clip of him and Frank being consoled. Craig, you okay? No, man. Greg. No, buddy. Greg, no. Don't Greg, cry. No. That's Come here. always left the spirit. Give me a hug. Oh, Give me a hug. Come here. Come here. That's Frank Castle, <clears throat> one of the biggest badasses on the it's internet. Okay, man. <laughs> I mean, shout it's out okay. to Frank Castle. He does his job really well. <laughs> Don't be sad. Everybody here loves you, man. Yeah, man. You're cool. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Squeeze me. Squeeze me, Greg. <laughs> Squeeze me tight. Don't let go. What happened there, Greg? Uh, basically, uh, I was really drunk. And it was like not, not a fun drunk. It was like a, a downer drunk. And uh, they were constantly pressing me about you know, they're doing their, their, their shit, you know, trying to make me say the N-word, doing this, that. But the thing that really broke me was that, you know, obviously I was intoxicated. What broke me is they said, uh, would you say the N-word to stop a rape? <laughs> <laughs> what was his answer? What do you, what, what do you say? Well, yeah, you say I yes, think, right? Yeah, I think... I think I would say yes, but that's a, lot of yes. that's a lot of pressure to put on somebody who's drunk. You're telling me that you started crying? He <laughs> asked you if you'd say the N-word to stop a rape. Like I said, obviously I would, but at the same oh, time... Oh my it's gosh, like, that show is so sick, and that broke you down. <laughs> now, I got broken down a couple of times, but, you know, that's just the one you showed. But yeah, that's the that's what me over the edge because I was like, that's too much pressure. You're asking me to give up uh, my reputation for the greater good type deal. Yeah, and you, you kept your rep reputation strong. Brandon, you, yeah, you yes. talk, talk, he's talking to my ear and then you stop, you must not press the button because I don't hear the last. You're guy. good. I was going to ask, uh, at what point did you kind of become buddies with, with, with Frank? You had a real journey there of, of hate and then you guys kind of became buddies at the end. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I never really held it against any of the contestants or anybody for how they acted in the tank because I understood the game. It's like, obviously, I wasn't prepared for the game, but I understood it. So once I got to know a lot of the people outside of the tank after we got out and went to the bar and stuff, I, uh, I let go of a lot of those, uh, a lot of that uh, meanness that I was thinking about, like Tay, uh, Frank, Sam Hyde. A lot of the resentment got released when I actually got to see them as a more normal people. What did Taylor do to you? I, I thought Taylor was pretty nice to you. What did Taylor do to you? Uh, Taylor was just, uh, you know how, you know Taylor was into that game. She would. She was uh, in it the most. It. I thought she deserved yeah, yeah. to win. Yeah, yeah, she was, uh, she was in it for anything. So, you know, anytime that they would uh, uh, try and fuck with me or whatever, Taylor was the best, best at it. So, you know, I kind of had a little resentment for that. $50,000 if you won the show. But see, Greg and I were freeloaders. We weren't necessarily there to win. We were just there to kind of yeah. interact with other contestants. So it was, you know, because every time. Like, I'm not going to act like I got it the worst, but, you know, I wasn't prepared for it like some of the other people were. Did that OnlyFans uh, whore ever reach out to you? <laughs> <laughs> no, she didn't, but I'm not worried about it. Even though you protected her honor, she can't even give you a free trial or something. <laughs> well, I wouldn't want it anyways, bro. Have you ever thought about doing OnlyFans content? <laughs> not, not in a serious way, as a bit. Yeah, I know, as a bit. That's what we're going to actually have. Tiny, Tiny, come on here real quick. If you want to join a real, if you want to see the nastiest OnlyFans account, Tiny, tell them about your OnlyFans account. Oh, man, <laughs> my friend OnlyFans account is off the chain, man. 
you know, I'm a wild freak. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Oh, I got hey. 11 kids already. You know, I'm trying to catch up with Nick Cannon. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? If you know any uh, freaks out there want to get with Big Nasty, man, and go my OnlyFans <laughs> count, man, we can make it happen all night. Thank you, like Tony. Okay, <laughs> thank you. We're going to get terms of service. Oh, my gosh, yes. If you want to join the us, the I'll make that you, money. I'm going to send you a free promo for Tiny's OnlyFans. <laughs> no. Why? That's kind of racist. Why did you say it like that? Why? Is it because he's, uh, he's a black guy? I don't want to see anybody's OnlyFans. You don't want to see Detective Gomez's? Is it because he's Hispanic? No. What's on your OnlyFans, Gomez? Uh, man, me working undercover at a nudist resort. Yeah, oh my gosh. So, honestly, though, we've done bus. We've had to bus people out of a nudist resort. Greg, what do you think about that public nudity? Are you pro-nude beaches or anti-nude beach? Uh, I, think it, I think it really just depends. I, I'm not against it as long as everybody is consensual about it. Would you get naked at a, at a nude beach? No. Nah. Would you, Danny? I have. No! Hey. At a nudist resort. And you got naked? I, I had to go undercover. <laughs> I had to do what I had to do to get the shot. And you were just hanging wang the whole time? <laughs> well, you, to a certain extent, yeah. Well, how does that work? You just go in and you just drop trowel? Or do you, <laughs> you, know, like, how does it work? How does a nudist colony work? Gotta, well, they'll give you like a towel to walk around in, but you got to walk around naked in certain parts of the place. So you'll wear a towel. So they do give you a little towel. And yeah. Like if you're in like the common areas? Yeah, I had a case in Tampa where I had to go um, super deep, 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 deep. Really deep, yeah. butt crack deep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of, I thought my client was kidding when she said there was a news resort until I saw this guy about 75 years old jogging with his ding dong flapping back and forth down the street. Wow. Greg, what do you think about that? <laughs> I don't know. I think there's a there's probably a certain amount of freedom to it if you're down for that kind of thing. <laughs> Greg, I'm really disappointed in you. I had you on my show tonight. I thought we were going to get millions and millions of viewers. Why are there not more people watching the real Mr. Beast tonight? That's I lied and said it's <laughs> Mr. Beast. Why are more Why aren't more people watching? I think the same thing about my own streams. I'm like, I thought everybody loved me, but then it just dropped off, and I kind of expected that. Do you ever get mad? Because my my uh, audience are called chat rats, and every time I think there's a few chat rats that always have my back. But a lot of the chat rats don't have my back. They don't share. They don't like. They don't subscribe. 60% of our viewers are subscribed. That means just 40% of the people that are watching this right now are not subscribed to the channel. Why won't they just hit that subscription button, uh, Greg? I don't know. They should really hit that subscription button to the hand hanging around in the chat box. That's what I'm saying. Hit the button. And then you got mad. I remember, did you notice that, uh, Greg, you got mad when we modded you? What was that all about? <laughs> I, didn't, I don't think I got mad. I was just like, I'm not going to do moderator stuff. I'm just doing it as a meme. <laughs> yeah, but you said I will not mod. You would not, it would not help. Why? I mean, what's that all about? I would mod your chat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just, uh, I'm just too busy and stuff all over the place. I can't keep track of your chat. But I need you. I can barely you, keep track dude. of my chat. I need you, though, Greg. I need you in the chat every day. Does the chat rats, you guys want Greg in the chat? I think they do. All the Greg heads, they're representing. <laughs> dude, the Greg heads are going crazy in the chat right now. <laughs> okay, Greg, before we let you go, we only got you on for a couple more minutes. How can the people support you and find you? Uh, if they want to support me, I'm Skitsy underscore VA on everything. Uh, Skitsy underscore VA on everything. Uh, Twitch and YouTube are my mains. Those are wherever they, that's where they should follow you, Twitch and YouTube? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not Twitter. I feel like Twitter, though, is where they can I mean, see I could do Twitter, but, you know, uh, that's more of a neither here nor there. You can, uh, if you want to follow my Twitter, then Skitsy underscore YouTube. Okay, Brandon, which clips did we not watch that we need to watch before we let uh, Greg go? Uh, let's do this one about Sam joking about keeping him for a season two and a half. That's okay, kinda, yeah. I kind of like that one. Okay, this one's good. Now this season clip. 2.5. Sell another season pass to watch Greg yeah, in the this. house for another 100 days while you clean up and rebuild. Yeah, they were saying leave Greg in the house while we're fixing this place. Oh, my God. That would be fucking, that's like if... Like 20 bucks extra content pack, Greg would stay. That'd be super funny, man. <laughs> what? Bro, if they, if they found me, if they ended up doing that and I actually went along with it, I, you'd just see the season three contestants coming into a golem-looking ass. <laughs> yeah, but you'd be rich, dude. Leave dude. the house. Think about all the TTSs you generated. Or, or, or uh, Who do you think got the most hate through TTS? Dunye? Uh, yeah, probably Dunye, but that was a whole meme. Beaver Street, huh? Yeah, yeah, freaking, I think TJ, Dunye, Tay got a lot of hate. But yeah. at the same time, Tay is pulling viewers, so obviously it's not for real. 
No, they, Tay's doing well. Okay, now before we let you go, give us your overarching opinion on the whole experience and the, was it worth it? Because I remember at the time, we were locked in that house together. We were sleeping on beds that were catty corner. You were really, really down on your experience. How do you feel about it now after the fact? Uh, I think it's easier to look back rather than being a part of it. Obviously, when I was in there, I was very frustrated, annoyed, stressed out. But now that I get to see the the fun bits that come out of it, you know, I feel like I took it a little a little too seriously. I was too worried about uh, uh, the people I was associating with and the things they were trying to make me say. So if I did uh, could redo it or something, I'd probably just be way more loose about it uh, while still standing my ground. You wouldn't have said the N-word still, right? No. <laughs> I still would not have said it. Trying to make you say production value. <laughs> okay. Hey. Now, before we go, let me get some of that Greg beatboxing skills that we love so much. Oh, you know it. Greg the legs, always on time. Always commit that crime. That is why I rhyme. Greg is the best. He is the leg. Greg will love you and give you some head. No, he's not gay. Do it to a girl. He will make you rock her world. He is Greg. He is a pirate and he's got a peg leg. Greg. Greg, Greg, Greg. Greg, Greg, Greg. Love you, Greg. Hope you're never dead. All right, Greg. You're the man, dude. Everybody go like and subscribe. Go follow Greg. Is there anything you want to say before you go? Uh, live your life in color. <laughs> well, that kind of sounds racial. That's life. <laughs> Shut up! We just said, come on, Tiny, hold on. He just said, live your life in color. <laughs> what? Yeah, he said something about live your life in color. What does that mean? Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know, bro. I don't know. You're saying he does not count as a color? What are you talking about, well, saying a colored person is racist. Don't ever use that term. He called you a colored. What? <laughs> you call me God look color to you, man? I'm black. And don't you ever forget it. Do I need to pay you a visit? And I ain't even playing, dude. Don't Come piss on, me off. All right, Tiny. Get, get out of here. Thank you. Gosh, Tiny's the man. Don't ever mess with him. Do not use any vernacular like color. That word is a racial term. Do not use that. We love all colors. Black, white, Hispanic, Asian. We do. Especially we do. Asian. We like them the most. All right. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. What do you think about Greg? He's a crazy guy, right? Crazy. Crazy. And being in a house with a bunch of people like that. I mean, you were in that house, right? Yes. I mean, is there any kind of sanitary? No, it's you know, disgusting. I mean, Brandon, tell, and then Brandon lived in the freaking bunker of the house in the basement. Brandon had it. I mean, it was less sanitized upstairs in the house. Yeah. But Brandon was in the leaky basement too. Tell, tell uh, yeah, Danny about it. I mean, him. it was not, you know, it wasn't a, a great hotel. It was, it was a trap house essentially. But yeah. I do feel like people should give, uh, you know, Jet, Ben, Josie Vance, all of them a little more credit because- they're also trapped in that house for 42 days. I feel like, I don't feel like they get enough credit for sleeping on the floor for a month and a half. No, they don't get enough credit. People yeah. snoring and things like that. A lot of that going on. Well, the snoring was the least of our worries. Like literally, people were just playing the butt trumpet constantly. You go to bed, and I just hear there's a guy named Fatty on the show. That was his name, Fatty, <laughs> and he's 400 pounds, and he acts. He actually defecated in a pot, and they were gonna make somebody eat it to win the mm -hmm. game. It was all a troll. They were never going to make him eat it, but they, they had him defecate into a pan. Yeah. It smelled horrible. I can imagine. It smelled like poop in a pan. Yeah. Yep. It was gross. It was okay, good. speaking of being gross, our producer, Jimmy, we tried to light him on fire at the beginning of the episode, and because of that, he went home, and he's trying to... I don't know. Is he, he's not going to legally do anything to us, is he? Did you calm him down at all, Brandon? Because he was really mad. Uh, no, we've had him sign plenty of waivers. He's, we're good. Mm. Legally, yeah. we're fine. Yeah, right? no, legally, it's in his contract that we can set him on fire. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not too worried about him personally. I just yeah. worry about the legal no. ramifications. We don't have to pay his hospital bill either, so we're good. I don't want to pay any bills. Yeah. He's already costing me too much damn money. Okay, and the other thing is, uh, let's have a, uh, this is a moment with the chat rats. Why are there not more people watching this stream, chat rats? I'll tell you why. Because you're not sharing it, you're not liking it. So I'm primetime 99 pimp on a blimp, but I can't fly this blimp high without your support, Danny. Why do they not want to support us? Why won't they hit that like button? They need to support you because there's not another person like you that's got balls like you to challenge the city of Dallas mayor in person, face-to-face, -face, and take him down. Nobody else, nobody else can do that except you. God, you're oh, and not to mention AOC on top of that. <laughs> oh, let's get into it. My favorite big booty Latina, you as a uh, Mexican man, you, you like that a lot, right? I, I think she's good looking. I just, can I ask you just a, a personal question here? Of course. 
I mean, I know probably nobody's watching, like you said, mm -hmm. but she's really good looking as she appears to be. Listen, she. I saw your eyes because you, she looked at you and then she stopped and you, then you looked at her booty. Mm -hmm. Then you go, damn, that's a big booty Latina. That's my favorite <laughs> big booty she, Latina. She looked really cute that day, too. So she, she had the miniskirt dress on, yes, and then no panty line, so it was, uh, she had the thong she, she on. She's pretty as she appears to be. Yeah, she's a beautiful muffin. She's a little blueberry muffin that I want to rip the top off and just eat it. No, on a serious note, AOC gets a lot of grief. They say yeah. she's ugly or something because she has these eyes, but no, she has very beautiful eyes. Her body's in great shape. Yeah. Um, you know, and her butt was nice. It was very, it, was, it looked good. It's a compliment. It's a compliment. The it's the best compliment here in it's Texas. A compliment at the end of the day. Saying you're a big booty Latina is one of the nicest compliments you can give a person. Yeah. I think you're okay with that. Yeah. I mean, look, we got it. Look, that's that's our favorite big well, booty. You could have just said, damn. Look at that booty right there. You see that booty? <laughs> damn. That's a size medium booty. Yeah. It's. Yeah. Very, very lucky. Very, very lucky to see her in person. Well, I got so lucky. Walking out. I got lucky because she went and complained on Instagram. Look at those two. I did Kamala Harris. We love Kamala Harris. Actually, our video got over a million views. Our Kamala Harris short from Sarah Gonzalez's show. So thank you to the chat rats that watched that and shared that video. But why aren't all of our videos over a million? That's on you. That's not on me because I'm making great clips. Okay, now, Danny, I want to play one of your most viral moments of your entire career on the show, Cheaters. Sure. This this is a clip from one of my favorite shows. And for the young people watching this, you guys might not remember this show, but this used to be the hottest show on TV. It was on E! I think it was, was it weekly? Was it every Friday? I uh, forget. Talk Soup with Joe McHale. Yeah, Joe McHale. But how many days did it run? Was it week? Was it daily? Weekly, weekly. Because they, they would run, I think, every Monday and Tuesday to take reality clips from different reality shows, and he'd make fun of the shows. Yeah, but was it every night, or was it? No, once a week. Yeah, it was once a week. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. And then, and then they had something called, like, the... Academy Awards show, but they called the Super Awards. The Super Awards, yeah, the suit. That was the best. Yeah, they give you the best reality TV. And I beat out Steven, Steven Seagal and this other guy and everybody. Could you remember that year Steven Seagal? Guys, everybody's so young. That year Steven Seagal had that super hit reality show where he went and was a cop or yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, that was a huge show. So let's play the clip of you winning the Super Award. Our nominees for Lawman of the Year, Steven Seagal. Can you loan me $5, sir? No. <laughs> David Caruso. Reality just became real. I'll give that guy five dollars. <laughs> but the winner is Detective Gomez from Cheaters. Watch now as we highlight his dedication to his craft at the circus. All right, cool. All right, awesome. All right. Gomez is right around the corner. There he is. Where's Gomez? Boom. There he is. <laughs> Crew is cheating? Look, over there. Come on, Rich. Your character needs another mistress. Please let me be on Mad Men. No, I don't have control of it. But I can smoke. Cigarettes have bound us in a way that marriage never could. And also, my episode of Ugly Betty is on this Wednesday on ABC. I'll watch. Oh, oh this is an ugly job. I mean, it's just really hard on the eyeballs. Give me a trophy. That's legendary, Danny. And that's when that show was hot as a pistol. It was, it was really good back then. And that was probably one of the better shows. And yeah. I remember that bus. That was from the Universe Soul Circus, which was an African-American circus, correct? Yeah. Yeah, out in the Redbird area. Yeah. Look at us on set right there. That's Danny and Prime yeah. Time about to go bust some cheaters. Where's oh, there, There's the security there crew right there. Yeah. We wouldn't be alive if it wasn't for those crew members. They had to stop a lot of nefarious characters, as they say. That was on a ranch. Right? That was on that ranch, yeah, when we, we busted those people. That was actually a pretty nice little ranch out there. The good old days, Danny. Yeah. I said this before the show starts. You don't ever know you're in the good old days till you're out of them. Well, and that's why, you know something? I, I think about when you went to talk to the mayor, you didn't realize who you worked for when you went to confront him. No. You know, you worked for a TV show called Cheaters. Yeah, I know. You didn't realize you took that I'm personal. I'm an expert. Yeah, I know. You took that personal. That's what I made my career off of. I wouldn't have this show here right. if I didn't do Cheaters. Yeah. I mean, that kept me afloat yeah. for all those exactly. years. So, so he, he wasn't really just dealing with anybody. He was dealing with Alex Stein from Cheaters. I know. I should have said that. Next time, I'm going to go back in a month and be like, dude, I'm an expert. I worked on the show Cheaters and da 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 da, -da. That's why so, I'm here today. I'm going to really. Took this personal. I'm going to really go after him. Now, let's play this clip. Now, that was a comedic clip. 
Let's play this clip of ABC News giving you the little ride along. Oh, 2020. You were cheated 2020. on. 2020. Yes. Right? I was cheated on once. So you feel that, a little bit of that pain. Oh yeah, I feel it. Uh, I feel it through my clients when they tell me they've, they, they've been cheated on. I'll tell them three things are happening to you right now. I said, you won't be able to sleep knowing the person next to you is cheating on you. You'll lose your appetite and you won't be able to concentrate and focus at work. Yeah. It'll drive you crazy. Has all of this uh, made you cynical or sour on marriage and romance? I'm a little... <laughs> <laughs> it's got to, right? I, I'm, a little, I'm a little cynical. I can pick up on signs whether they're not serious or they aren't serious enough or about, you, or about a relationship. Oh, you'd be a hell of a person to be in a relationship. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, right. I've got your antenna up all the time. Oh, yeah, I'll catch you. Like that. <laughs> Not if she's cheating, she wouldn't be good to be in a relationship uh, with I, you. I, you I'm bust her. working on one now. Sorry. Really? Yeah. Would I know this person? Oh, yeah. Who is it? I can't tell you that. You'd have to kill me. It's classified. All right. Then I, I'd have to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> but I told you. It's not worth it. It's not worth it to me. <laughs> Does it surprise you how out in the open, how public... Uh, affairs are? No. There's people cheating maybe in a car behind us right now. Or, or... No, that's the crew. <laughs> so that would not be that's good. That would not be good. Wow. No, that's the mayor. <laughs> I know, the mayor's cheating. Yeah. Because it's funny how you ask that question. What surprised you that people cheat or I don't know they open? And now you think back like, oh, our, our mayor, the leader of our city's cheating. I know it's, it happens to the crazy. Yeah. What do you say to the people when they, when the woman, you know, or man, I know you have clients that are both right. when they do catch them, like what's some of the worst reactions you've ever felt? Like they're mad at you, you know, what's tell us like kind of, no, they story. don't get, they actually, they feel at peace most of the time because they kind of already know. No, well, they, they have suspicion, but they're just trying to confirm suspicions. They want to know the truth. So once they know the truth, and like they say, the truth will set you free. Once you know, you know, you're okay after that. Yeah, but you know how we talk about, what about those hinky, jinky cases where they were kind of broken up? You know, like right. it was like kind of that gray area. That happened a lot. You yeah, know? yeah, like more of a payback type thing. Yeah. You know, like you didn't have the nerve to tell me you were dating somebody else before you broke up with me. Yeah, that happened a lot where they're, you know, they kind of knew they're on the, uh, you know, they're on the outs and then they bust them, but and then the, the relationship guy, wasn't that good to start with. Well, and the guy goes, we haven't seen you in six weeks. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We'd have those, the cases, it'd be different if they were married and lived together, but there'd be ones like we dated right. and they were just dating and they thought they were cheating, but the guy'd be like, I haven't even talked to you in two months. Like, you're dumb for even thinking we're still dating. So there's a lot of confusing. It's a, it's a very complicated thing, all relationships. Okay, Danny, now we're winding down on this show. Okay. Tell the people a little bit about how they can find you and how they can support you, and if they need your services, how they can handle uh, getting in contact right. with you. You can find me at DetectiveGomez.com. Find me on TikTok, Instagram at The Cheaters Detective, and on YouTube at The, the Cheaters Detective. Make and, sure uh, to go and watch those clips. What do you have coming up? Uh, anything, any big cases or anything you can let us know about? Just a, lot of, just a lot of people messing around, but I'm not catching anybody on ring cameras bringing women to their houses, you know. You need to, Nikita Johnson needs to call you. Nikita Johnson, call Danny Gomez right now. He will protect you. He will watch you. Oh, and tell us a little bit about, actually, before you go, Cliff Notes, you have a lot of spy equipment. What is, like, your main way of catching somebody? You know, I always tell people, use technology to your advantage. You know, if you got a GPS, stick a GPS device in a car. That, is that legal? As long as you own the car. Well, because have you seen the thing where if you put the a Apple Air tags on people, that's illegal. And those are guys who are dating girls and they want to see what their girls, girlfriends are. Yeah, but you've seen that. that. I know that's technically illegal. That's illegal. No, it is illegal. You can't do that. Yeah, they put an Apple Air tag. Yeah, like or if you want a GPS for your boyfriend's car, you can't do that. But if it's your husband, uh, community property, your teenager, your grandfather, something like that, put GPS on it, find out where they're going, make sure you can safe. put the GPS yeah. on that. Alex, wow. $20 super chat from Matthew Adams. Is there anyone out there who wouldn't want Alex to torch their city council and mayor? I know. Matt wants me to go to his. Oh, speaking of Matt, we got that kitten for you. The kittens are almost ready for Well, not almost ready. I think they got another month. Uh, but Matt has dibs on one of the kittens. If you guys want a kitten, make sure to email me at pimponablimp99 at gmail.com. That's one of my top chat rats. We love you, Matt Adams. Thank you for the $20 super chat. All right, folks, this has been our show. I'll be honest. Um... I'm disappointed in the chat rats. I wanted more out of the chat rats tonight, Brandon. I don't think they shared it enough. I don't think they liked it enough. Did they? How many likes do we have? Yeah, we have less than 600 likes. Yeah. Why is that, Brandon? I, I don't know. You know, you try and you try and get people to help you out for a good cause. I got rid of Jimmy too. Yeah. I tried to light Jimmy on fire. Why is that not enough to make I don't, them? Happy? I don't. Do we need to give them more incentives? You know, they seem. I mean, they jumped on board the second we 
offered to shave Jimmy's head for money. Okay, well, before the show, we got to end the show soon, but what should I do? I told them we're, we're kind of brainstorming some ideas. I'm going to dye my hair bleach blonde. Yeah. If we get, once we get to 250,000 subscribers, so we need 42,000 more subscribers. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's a good start. That's a lot, though, dude. I mean, do you think there's 42,000 people out there that want me to dye my hair bleach blonde? I mean, it's free 99 to to embarrass you. I don't know what, what else we can do. But there has to be, like, a time limit, because eventually we will yeah. hit 250, you know, but it needs to be, Maybe like, by the end of March? Can we do that? At too much time? At the end of the month, we get that's a thousand subscribers a day. I mean, I don't even think that's realistic, but yes. Okay, guys. Uh, January, February, March, maybe April, uh, maybe May 1st. That's two months. That seems fair. I don't know if we're going to get that many, but guys, if we get 250,000 subscribers on the show, I'm going to dye my hair bleach blonde and I'll keep it that way for minimum two weeks. That's fair, right? Yeah, I think I think that works. And we'll, we'll come up with some more ways to torture Jimmy because they seem to like that quite a bit. Yeah, we need to torture Jimmy more yeah. and torture me. They love when they torture me, Danny. Or, or start a protest in front of City Hall, say no cheaters allowed. That's what we're going to do. No <laughs> cheaters allowed. All right, guys, it's been a great show. Everybody go and support Danny Gomez and his great work catching cheaters, the mayor, Nikita Johnson. If you want to get in contact, reach out to me because I want, do want to be a stepdaddy to those babies, and I'll put you in contact with Detective Gomez so he can even get you more information on Mayor Johnson's infidelity. All right, DJ, we end the show the same way every time with that freestyle finale. Let's go! <laughs> Yo, it's prime time and tiny on the set. Gonna make that wet. And I got my Corvette, Danny Gomez in the seat, acting like a super freak, catching you cheating on your wife. He's going to ruin your life. Better not cheat. If you're a freak, he'll catch you in your Jeep. Don't do it. Don't say hey to that hoe in your DMs. She might tell him, and he's going to bust you on camera. He's going to make you look bad like Mayor Judge is so sad. All right, guys, I love you. Thank you for watching the show. Hit that subscription button. Peace out. We love you. Peace and good night. <laughs>